sharing projects that matter. This is Community Voices on Portland Radio Project. We have our Community Voices guest, and his name is Scott Brown. Good morning, Scott. Valerie, thanks. Good morning. That was the band that is going to be performing at your fundraiser coming up on the 29th of this month. Is that correct? That's correct. The band's name is Ojos Feos. That's their name. And what does that stand for? Ugly eyes. But it really means, it really translates more dirty looks. Dirty looks? Well, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Well, for those of you that are not aware of Scott Brown, he's a doctor here in Portland. He's up at OHSU. He's a board certified in both anesthesia and interventional pain medicine. And you're here today to talk about your group. It's a charity, 501C, a Surge and Restore. I didn't know you existed. Please tell me more. Uh, Valerie, Surgeon Restore is funding the training of two anesthesiologists, which would be the first two and only anesthesiologists in the country of Sierra Leone. Mm -hmm. And we're funding those two anesthesiologists to work in our reconstructive and plastic surgery program, which we're also starting and funding along with two plastic surgeons. And Sierra Leone, over the last three decades, has officially been among the five poorest countries in the world every year. That's horrible. And and why did you choose Sierra Leone? I've been on a, almost 30 international medical trips, and I started going to Sierra Leone in 2008, I believe, and I'd been on, yeah, I don't know, maybe close to 20 trips at that time. And it was a country that was had the most need. We, we started going out to Central and South America, and there's a lot of poverty there, but you go to Sub-Saharan Africa, and it's a different deal. But a lot of people think like, um, you know, the Red Cross and international groups, Doctors Without Borders, doing a terrific job and taking care of things in Africa, but you were saying there's not even an anesthesiologist there? Zero. Uh, we brought, we bought and brought the first anesthesia machine in the history of Sierra Leone right before the Ebola outbreak in 2014. And the anesthesia is done by nurses under spinal anesthesia or oh. ketamine drips. Unbelievable. So it's kind of like a primitive situation. You're trying to bring them up a couple years at a time. And, and how hard is it to do a fundraiser? Well, we're, I started the charity in 2013, so a lot of people don't know about us. Obviously, we applied for some grants right away, and you know we didn't get the grants because we had, were just a brand new new charity. And mm-hmm. so uh, every year it's getting better. We have a grant writer now, and uh, we hope to have a big turnout for the for the fundraiser this year. Now, tell us about the fundraiser. When <clears throat> it is, when it starts, where it is. April 29th, Saturday. It starts at six o'clock. It's at Carvelin Hall, which is a hall of Saint Philip Neri Church on 16th and Division. I think the official address is 1636 Southeast Hickory. Yeah. That'll be, uh, there's a, a good friend of ours, Ripe Red Apple Band will be starting. Another friend of mine, Gerardo Calderon, he'll be playing a few songs. And we'll show a documentary that we screened. We've screened and filmed, excuse me, filmed in Sierra Leone in 2014 before the Ebola outbreak. We'll be showing that documentary. And then Ojos Fails, my band will be playing. We'll have auctions of vacations in Montana, Peru, Washington, Oregon coast, yeah. wineries, Mariners tickets, Blazers tickets. You've done it? very well then. So we have some very neat little prizes. Someone can, is it a, a silent auction? Silent auction, correct. I yeah. love those kind. Although my problem is I put my name down and then they all come in. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, I don't need four trips to the Oregon coast. But So uh, you've been doing this for several years now. Are you making any headway? It's, it's slow progress. We were doing pretty well until the Ebola outbreak shut us down for about two years. We, we had to pull a, a one of our doctors and one of our nurses who we had permanently stationed in Sierra Leone. But there's been some improvements in infrastructure. There's a lot of roads now. When we first started going to Sierra Leone, there was no electricity outside the capital. And we had to run on generators, which only work maybe less than half the time. And Sierra Leone is one of the hottest and wettest countries in the world. It was a bit uncomfortable. We One of our biggest problems was finding an anesthesiologist to train because in Sierra Leone, there's a medical school there, but there's no training programs in any medical subspecialty. So any specialists have to 
go outside of the country. Yeah. It's a country of nearly 7 million. There's about 15 surgeons in the whole country and there's no specialists there. So the Sierra Leone doctors, uh, medical students who we want to train, they had no idea what an anesthesiologist does because there isn't one in the country. Yeah. So it took us three years to find a candidate and we had a lot of success and he helped us a lot. We, I was back there in November and we, then we interviewed three people who were interested in our next position. Their anesthesiologists that we are supporting from Sierra Leone are training in Ghana. And the whole goal is to make this self-sufficient. So instead of us giving a man a fish, we're teaching how to fish. Yeah. And, and it's going to be a long project. The, the progress is slow, but it's going forward. And we'll be there for, you know, 10, 12, 15 years. When you look back at when you first started, what are some of the great experiences that you can, you know, pass along that that really warmed your heart or said, okay, you know, here I am volunteering for free and you're in a third world country that's just, you know, devastated. You know, how do you keep going? Well, it's the it's smiles on the faces of the people and it's it's the people that you can help. For example, I was telling you earlier, you know, Sierra Leone was afflicted by the Blood Diamond War. It, it seemed like the country it doesn't, doesn't get a break. And that lasted about 12 years. And the rebels went into villages and randomly amputated people. Oh, my but gosh. There was no medical care or the, the medical care was, uh, you know. Very, very, very difficult to access. So, so one year when we were in McKinney, which is in the northern western part of the country, there was a Norwegian foundation from near the Liberian border where the war started, and they brought a busload of amputees and people who needed to be amputated oh. to our clinic. And there was a boy soldier there, and mm-hmm. he, when we saw him, he was about nineteen, but he'd been walking around with a bullet in his heel for seven years. Oh my goodness! And yeah, and you could, uh, it was infected, and you could yeah. smell him from you know fifty yeah. paces. But anyway, we had to unfortunately do an amputation, and he'd been remedying himself by drinking palm wine every day, and so we amputated him. And then he came back a year later; he had a prosthesis, and he was playing amputee soccer. <laughs> and uh, he, he he you know hurt his ankle, and so he came back to see us, and he was he was you know bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Oh, I bet he was so grateful. Yeah, he was. You know. Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to tell uh, the folks one more time about your fundraiser, and it is... It's on Saturday, April 29th at Carvelin Hall, 16th and Division. You can buy tickets at the door, or you can go to the PRP, Portland Radio Project website, and uh, look for Surgeon Restore. Yeah, there'll be two bands. Oh, Host Fails, one of my bands is playing. Uh, right, Brad Apple, Hail Dado Don. Please come. It's for a good cause. All of our money goes to the charity. We have no paid employees on the board of directors. Oh, great. It's been a pleasure to meet you, and you remind me of my old self when I was <laughs> energetic about stuff. You just seem so gun-ho about something that's quite dismal. You know, when you look at the situation there, it's just, I'm glad God has implanted something in you to keep you going. Well, it's one step at a time, and we're seeing progress. Yeah. I really appreciate you, you and the Portland Radio Project great. having us here this week. You've been listening to Community Voices on Portland Radio Project. Learn more at prp.fm.